All right, guys, in our next divisional breakdown, we are going to go over the NFC East, everyone's favorite division in the NFC. Uh, NFC if, least. If you hate football, that's your favorite division. Let's go over all these teams real quick, guys. A little breakdown. Uh, last season, the Eagles finished in fourth at 4-11-1. They were 6-10 and against the spread. Dallas was an, a measly 6-10 and as opposed to their typical 8-8 eight and eight seasons. Uh, they were 5-11 and 11 against the spread. Giants were also 6-10, and 10, but they were 9-7 and seven against the spread. And then Washington football team won with a 7-9 and nine record, miraculously 10-7 and seven against the spread, uh, losing in the playoffs to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but covering that game. NFC least, as Keith said, not a lot of expectations. Could be an absolute shit show for the second year in a row. Personally, I do think the Eagles are going to be a dumpster fire. Could even potentially go into tank mode. Cowboys, Dak Prescott is... HIPAA is preventing him from talking about COVID. Let's HIPAA's see. not preventing us from talking about that ankle, though. The Giants. Uh, everybody's retired from the Giants. In the past like couple of weeks, they've lost multiple players because they don't want to run sprints at practice. And then Washington. <laughs> I, I, I like Washington. I they're, they're one of those teams that I'm kind of bullish on. I think a lot of people are as well, unfortunately. So you're going to lose some value. Washington's big this year. It's their last year playing as the football team. So expect them to send that team name out on a high note because they'll have a new team name for the 2022 season. Yeah, the last dance for the football team. Great name. Honestly, kind of wish they would keep it, but... You know, they've, they've, got to, they've got to find some other kind of, like, racist thing to go towards and then kind of play it off as being normalized. But uh, I digress from that. But, yeah, NFC East, don't think any of these teams have a chance of even competing in the playoffs. Maybe they could win a game. I think a lot of people are thinking the Cowboys are probably going to win this division. I think Washington's going to take it away. Ryan Fitzpatty, that dude just – has he played for all 32 teams yet? That dude just goes everywhere. But Damn uh, near. He, he did pretty well for Miami, passed on the reins to Tua. I think that was the plan, and, you know, maybe that might be the plan for Washington as well. He, he's currently named as a starter, so personally I'm, I'm liking Washington to win this division. I think that both the Giants and, and the Eagles are going to have a, a subpar, uh, under 500 record this season. So um, that's my expectations for the NFC least. I know you guys don't have much of any expectations, but what are they? My expectation is I'm not going to watch this division. Just bet the unders or fade. The only time I'm going to be watching is if the Saints are playing any of the teams in the division. Otherwise, I want nothing to do with any of this. Zach, Zach, what do you think Uh, about the NFC East this coming season? Pretty much the same as you guys. I don't think any of these teams are actually good. I mean, Cowboys get a lot of hype because they're the Cowboys, but Dak's already kind of injured again. and The defense is still a giant question mark. Can't bet their unders because they're probably going to give up 40 points a game again, but I don't know. I kind of lean with you. I like Washington to win the division, I think. It's tough to say, and I liked the Giants' defense on paper, but, you know, Daniel Jones, I got very little faith in. Saquon's back, but their offensive line's still not good. Their receiving core is, eh, we'll see. Kenny Galladay's on their team now, but I don't know if Galladay will stay healthy either, so this this division, and the Eagles, I think they're going to be bad, so I don't have any high hopes for this division at all. I, I'm with you guys. I don't really even want to watch too much of it if I can avoid it. That's blasphemy from both of you because football is football and you got to watch football when it's on TV, even if it's a week one preseason game. So yeah, probably not, but let's go ahead and break down this division very painfully and quickly, guys. All right, guys, first team in the NFC East that we're going to cover is the Philadelphia Eagles finishing fourth last season in that division with a 4-11-1 record. Yeah, crazy odds because there's no chance of them doing anything this year. Plus 10,000 to win the Super Bowl, plus 5,000 to win the NFC, plus 550 to win the NFC East. To make the playoffs, you can get plus 275. To miss the playoffs, minus 350. And their over-under regular season win total is currently at 6.5. Positive odds on the under. 
obviously. Head coaching situation, Nick Sirianni, first-time head coach, entering his first season with the franchise. He's got 12 years of NFL coaching experience, previously offensive coordinator for the Colts from 2018 to 2020. He worked for the Chargers before joining the Colts for a couple of seasons, looking at Jamal Singleton as the assistant head coach and also the running backs coach. He is also a first-time assistant head coach in his first season with the team. He most recently worked with the Bengals as their running backs coach, so I guess they don't trust Nick Sirianni off the get-go. Got to give somebody to hold his hand along the way. Offensive coordinator, is it Shane Steichen? I think that might be how you say it. I really don't know. Also, his first season with the franchise, 10 years of NFL coaching experience, all with the Chargers. He worked alongside uh, Sirianni in San Diego from 2013 to 2017 before he moved to Indianapolis. And then we got Jonathan Gannon as a first-time defensive coordinator, entering his first season with the franchise, 14 years NFL coaching experience, all new coaching staff. That typically doesn't go very well in the NFL, as we previously mentioned. Don't know what's going on with this team. Think there could easily be a lot of issues in terms of Jalen Hurts drama for whatever reason. One in three and four starts in 2020. Is he a franchise quarterback in the NFL? I think that's going to be probably the biggest storyline for this team. Besides that, don't really have a whole bunch to say. Not really rooting for the Eagles or have any expectations for them. I'm completely fading all of their futures. Zach, what do you think about the Eagles? I think I lean the win total under for sure. Six and a half, even that seems high to me. I, I don't know for sure if I'm going to bet it, but I definitely lean the under. Yeah, I like Devontae Smith, obviously. He made me some money last year. And I really want to see him do well at the next level just to kind of prove people wrong about doubts about his size or whatever. But he is banged up already. So maybe the size knocks are legitimate. We'll see. Hopefully he has a good year. But their defense, I like the defense line, but it's, I mean, Fletcher Cox is getting older. We'll see if they can stay healthy. The secondary, I think, could be pretty questionable. I think Slay is pretty good. You know, he's getting older too. And I have some pretty serious concerns about the secondary and, and linebackers. So I don't think they're going to be stopping a whole lot of people. The offense could go downhill in a hurry if, if Hertz doesn't take a, a decent step forward. So definitely lean this under for the for the wins for the Eagles, unfortunately. Agreed. I like the under. I like the plus odds on the under. I mean, that's pretty tempting. Hopefully the Eagles fans are still riding high off of that Super Bowl because they are not getting back there anytime soon. And this is just going to be a bad team to watch. Jalen Hurts, he's a big question mark in college. I mean, he didn't really have to do much because he played for Alabama and they're just a juggernaut. This team is the opposite of that. So he's going to have to do a lot and we'll see if he can carry the load. But I'm not optimistic about any aspect of this team. Uh, if Hurts doesn't work out, by the way, and the Eagles need a need another quarterback, we can send him Nick Foles back and they can revisit those glory days. We're looking for someone to dump the off on. So if they want Nick Foles, he's available. Jalen Hurts goes down. I honestly would not be surprised if that happens. So, yeah, you heard it here first in case uh, it does happen in, like, multiple months from now. Yeah, Eagles, that's it. Nothing else good to say about the Eagles. All three of us leaning under 6.5, plus 110. Uh, No current action on that. So, that's going to do it for the Eagles for us. Next up, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. Plus 1,500 to win the conference. Plus 130 to win the NFC East. They are at minus 140 to make the playoffs. To miss the playoffs, they're at plus 110. And the win total is set at 9. Over 9 is minus 140. Under is plus 115. Head coach, former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy. He's in his second season as the team's head coach. 131-87 and two overall. Kellen Moore, former Boise State quarterback. He's the OC this year, hired by Dallas as their quarterback's coach in 18 and promoted to full-time OC in 2019. So despite Jason Garrett getting fired after 10 years as Dallas's head coach, Mike McCarthy retained Kellen Moore and promoted him to uh, OC when he joined the team. 
and the DC. Jack and I know this guy very well, Dan oh. Quinn. Entering his first season as the team's DC, uh, he was fired from the Falcons last year. We wish he could have uh, stayed around longer because as an NFL head coach, he was 43 and 42. He was last a DC for Seattle in 2013-2014. So he did lead the Legion of Boom there. He does have a much better track record as a DC than a head coach. Aside from that, we're looking to have a healthy Dak back with that ankle. Uh, the expectations, as ever, are lofty for this Cowboys team, especially because nobody wanted to win the division uh, last year. The offense supposedly is going to be high-powered this year. It'll be interesting to see everybody in their new jersey numbers now that the NFL has relaxed those rules. That's about the most interesting thing I can find in this team, though. So I'm just going to stop talking about them and let you guys weigh in. Oh, America's team. Uh, overhyped, as always. Dak is already hurt, which we've talked about. The O-line has had problems staying healthy the last few years. I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but they're getting older up front. That's definitely a problem. The defense still got a lot of question marks. They gave up a lot of points last year. I think bottom five in the league for points allowed last year. The secondary is all young guys pretty much still. Top corners, uh, Trayvon Diggs, the second-year corner out of Alabama. He's a decent player. I think he's got a, a decent future in this league, but that's a tough task to be facing. Every team's number one, especially without a ton of talent around you to, to help out. So I think they're going to give up a lot of points again, and they might be exciting to watch just because you're going to get a shootout every week. As far as leans, honestly, my favorite line for them is to miss the playoffs at plus 110. That's about the only thing I could say that I'd consider betting for this team, honestly. If Ezekiel Elliott can stay healthy as well as Dak Prescott, um, probably not going to happen, but that whole offense can stay consistent and healthy. You know, Michael Parsons coming in should be an improvement the, in the linebacking core. I do like the offensive line, so same kind of story. It's all about staying healthy for this team. Not going to bet anything towards the Cowboys. I think that they're probably going to be one of the worst-priced teams in all of football based on the fact that they are America's team. Same kind of thing with, like, the Lakers or, like, betting the Yankees. Even if, like, plus 3,000 seems like a good price, I, I'm thinking that because there's just so many dumb Cowboys fans betting on them to win that you're going to get a bad price. So over under nine wins seems pretty reasonable. So just once again, a team that I'm ultimately going to stay away from. Dan Quinn against the spread as a head coach, probably one of the worst. As a D coordinator, like Keith said, he, he's got a little bit more credibility. So Cowboys could easily win the NFC East, could easily come in second or third. It's, it's really hard to say. So is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That's all we got for the Cowboys, guys going to wrap it up for us moving on we got the new york football giants to win the super bowl they are plus eight thousand to win the nfc plus four thousand to win this division they're plus 450 to make the playoffs plus 225 to miss the playoffs minus 300 their over under win total is at seven head coach joe judge in the second season as the franchise's head coach of course formerly of the patriots he was a special teams coordinator there Fun fact, he graduated from Mississippi State, so if you're a Mississippi State Bulldog fan, you may be partial to this team. I don't know. Another reason you shouldn't be partial to this team, offensive coordinator, is Jason Garrett. He graduated from Princeton, so supposedly he's smart, but you can't <laughs> call him offense. So assistant head coach and defense coordinator is Patrick Graham. He's in there in his second season in that role as well. He's got 12 years of coaching experience, was also in New England with Joe Judge for a while. He went to Yale. We got a lot of big brains on this coaching staff. So and Mississippi yeah. State, Harvard of the South. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know if uh, the brains equates to wins or not. Probably not for this team, but uh, that remains to be seen. I don't know if we've mentioned it. The NFC East has drawn the NFC South and the AFC West. So 
it's going to be a tough draw for, for these teams. Another reason that the unders may be enticing up on these totals. But again, this is a division where it's just everything's kind of up in the air. I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy at quarterback. So I personally don't have a lot of positive things to say about this team, just like this whole division. But what do you guys think? I am completely out on the New York football giants. Kenny Galladay coming in is a clear upgrade at receiver. Saquon Barkley, he's coming off an ACL. Hopefully for his sake and just kind of general football fan's sake, he'll be as good as he was prior to the injury. But other than that, man, there's not a whole lot to look to out of this team. Like I said, I'm only going to be watching NFC East games when the Saints play them. That's about all I got. (laughs) Probably leaning the under for this team too. Danny Dimes has not really proven himself as a a viable NFL quarterback. That's pretty much all I have to go off of on this team. As the quarterback goes, so goes the offense. It hasn't been great thus far. Yeah, I'm not expecting a whole bunch from this team. Similar themes going on as the Cowboys, like can your quarterback and running back stay healthy? But I think even if Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley do pretty well this season, that their ceiling is like nine wins. And that's like being very, very generous. They have a tough schedule. I mean, I think it's just going to be a kind of a rough season for the Giants. I think that them and the Eagles are, are going to be at the bottom half of this division. I, I hope for the best for them. I got no ill will towards the Giants, but not expecting a whole lot either. So that's all we got for the Giants, boys. To top off the NFC least, the best team of the worst teams last season was Washington. Last season, Washington with the old 7-9 and record to win the division. Heading into 2021, plus 5,000 odds to win the Super Bowl, plus 2,500 odds to win the NFC, plus 230 to win the division. Make the playoffs there at plus 135 and to miss them at minus 175. And they're over-under regular season win totals at 8.5, minus 110 on each side for that. Ron Rivera is the head coach. He's entering his second season. 24 years NFL coaching experience. Probably one of the the more likable head coaches in the NFL. He's, he's become a lot more likable for me ever since he left the Panthers. He was there actually from 2011 to 2019 and was fired midseason after a 5-11 start. He's a two-time NFL coach of the year, 2013 and 2015. Uh, got offensive coordinator Scott Turner. He's entering his second season as well with the franchise. He's got nine years of NFL coaching experience, and he also actually started his career under Ron Rivera, working as the offensive quality control coach for the Panthers in 2011. Jack Del Rio as a defensive coordinator, also in his second season, keeping it consistent with all the coaching staff. 22 years of NFL coaching experience, and uh, this team has gotten significantly better on defense since he joined. They changed from that 3-4 scheme that they ran on their defense for a number of years and uh, went to the 4-3 and seems to have been working in their favor. Obviously, it doesn't hurt getting players like Chase Young. Pretty solid defense, probably the best defense in this division. Antonio Gibson surprised a lot of people last year at running back. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick should be nice and interesting to see how he plays out. Could probably use a little bit better of a receiving core. What are your guys' expectations for Washington this year? I am cautiously optimistic about this team. This is probably the only team in this division that I actually want to watch and see play. Like you said, I think their defense will be really good. The offense, if Fitzmagic comes out, it could be really good. If it has one of his down years, then they could be you know, really bad. Just like the rest of the team in this division, it could go really any which direction, but I hope they win the division. We'll see what happens. I hope for, you know, also Ron Rivera, he's he's easy to root for. And Fitzmagic too, so. Keith, what do you think? The Fitzmagic experience will be up and down, but this, this team will definitely be carried by its defense. I think the biggest draw as far as watching for this team will be the defense, primarily led by Chase Young. He's going to be the most exciting player on this team to watch. That man is a man among boys, and he's only in his second year in the league. Other than that, though, same thing we've said about the NFC East this this whole time. Anything is going to happen. None of it's going to be terribly high-quality football. So that's all I got. 
So I'm not actually playing any futures in terms of like Washington as the team itself, but I actually do have a little bit of money that I threw down on uh, Chase Young to win Defensive Player of the Year. Placed this bet in mid-July after seeing some off-season videos of him, and the dude is, like you said, man, he's just a stud. For being such a big guy, very explosive, very quick, plus 1,100 for Defensive Player of the Year. I threw a half a unit on that. Somewhat of a long shot, but I mean, last year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, if he continues to improve, you know, he had seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. I could easily top all those numbers. He's also got the respect of his teammates. Uh, that defense trusts him. Uh, late in the 2020 season, he was named a team captain as a rookie. So that's awfully impressive, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm rooting for this team. In terms of the 11-1 to 1 odds for Defensive Player of the Year, I did a little bit of math. Chase Young only needs to win this award 8.334% of the time for this wager to be considered positive expected value. And uh, considering some of the other books are offering it at like plus 850 to plus 900, I really like plus 1100 as the price. It's somewhat of a long shot, but I do like his odds. So Chase Young plus 1100 defensive player of the year is going to be the one bet I'm playing heading into the regular season. Anything else about the Washington football team, boys? Nada. Rest in peace to their name. Wish them the best. The last dance of the football team. That's it for the NFC East. What's up, guys? Jack here. Thanks for listening to our episode breaking down the NFC East. Later up this week, we'll be going over the NFC West. Please like and subscribe. We really do appreciate it. It goes a long way. More content coming soon as football season approaches, so stay tuned. In the meantime, though, may all of your bets prosper.